Jesus has a body, in case you hadn't noticed. Um, He not only had a body before he died, when he was living his ordinary life, but even after the resurrection, he has a body. And in this particular resurrection account, that seems to be something the disciples struggle to grasp with. But he goes to length to, to try and show them. He's like, come on, touch me. Touch me, give me some food, I'll eat it. Ghosts don't eat. Ghosts don't have flesh. Um, Not only does Jesus have a body in the resurrection, but that shows us as well that we, when we join in the resurrection in heaven, we will have a body. Um, God has made us as human beings both bodily and spiritual, and he doesn't call us to just be in relationship with him spiritually. Um, He wants us to encounter him in the fullness of our humanity, um, even to the point that he has come and taken on that physicality of our humanity himself. And in the resurrection, our bodies will be glorified so that they can share in the glory of God, so that they can even perceive the wonder of who God is. And we see this, that Jesus is like, no, I don't want you to just grasp the spiritual reality that I've overcome death. I want you to see and touch and taste the glory of my body. And while Jesus in this particular account um, seems to be kind of showing them by any means possible that this is how he wants them to receive him and to relate with him, I feel like that's something of what happens across our Easter Triduum as well. As we celebrated the events of Easter, our liturgy says to us again that God wants to touch us, to encounter us, to reach out to us in physical, human, bodily ways. We begin Holy Week with Palm Sunday where we don't just hear the gospel read, but we go and we have a procession and we carry palms and we're sprinkled with holy water and we follow Jesus where we're physically recreating that scene and entering into it. Holy Thursday, we come to again and we have um, not only all the, the incense and the candles and the singing and that that goes through all of these liturgies, but we have the washing of the feet, which is such a beautiful image, something that Jesus did. He touched his disciples and I hadn't washed feet before this year and it's a, it's a profoundly intimate, close sort of action to do with someone. I had had my feet washed before, but I hadn't washed feet until this year. Um, again, that night, we, we follow Jesus in procession to the altar of repose. On Good Friday, we come in and we kneel um, to remember Jesus' death. The priests prostrate themselves, showing this prayer that we're entering into with our bodies. Then we come and we venerate the cross with a touch or with a genuflection. We're using our bodies to pray. We come to the Easter vigil and we have candles and light and fire and we have people getting dunked in pools, being baptised, um, being anointed with oil. Um, and, of course, we have the Eucharist going on through all of this where Jesus comes to us and we can eat him and taste him, which is a very bodily, physical thing that he wants to encounter us through. So, Jesus has a body, <laughs> in case all of these signs couldn't get it through us, through our heads. Um, Jesus wants to encounter us in the bodily form. So a couple of ways I think that we can take this up and encounter Jesus in this this fully human way that he wants to encounter us. One is through the sacraments, through the ritual of our liturgy, where we're invited to make signs with our hands and to process forward, um, to 
take in the sights of the beauty of the church and the light of the candles and to, to sing, not just to say the words that we mean, but to put full voice into it. Let's, whenever we come to the liturgy, enter into those things and, and allow our bodies to be drawn into relationship with God as well and allow those actions of our body to, to draw our spirits towards the Lord as well because that happens too. We can also do this, though, in our personal prayer. We can kneel before the Lord as a sign of how we actually want to bring our whole selves before him. Or we can prostrate ourselves. Or we can stand and sing if we want to share in the joy of the Lord. Um, if our hearts are soaring and we don't want to just say the words, then let your voice sing out. Um, allow your body to really express what God is doing in your heart and how he wants to move in you. But another beautiful way that I'd suggest that we can enter into relationship with God in this way is through our imaginative prayer. Um, the church has a long tradition of, of inviting us to imagine, pray, pray with the scriptures in an imaginative sort of way, that we could come to a text like this and not only read over it and go, okay, what is God saying to me? Um, and hear the words of Jesus, but to sit down with this text and say, okay, what was it like to be in that room? What was the sight that the disciples saw when Jesus appeared in front of them? What was it like when they touched his flesh and felt his body? What was it like for Jesus to be eating that, um, the fish that they brought out? Could you smell the fish? Could you taste it? We can enter into what God is revealing through the scriptures in this bodily way with all of our senses. Um, and that's just one greater dimension in the fullness of the relationship that God wants to have with us. So let's not leave our relationship with God just to the spiritual, but bring our whole selves to him and allow him to work on our whole being, bodily and spiritual.